comes a time when we heed a certain call, when the world must come together as one. You know what humanity is best at? It is best at distorting stuff. Distorting thoughts, ideas, and more specifically, words. Among these distorted words lie terms like religion, philosophy, science, faith, and others. But the one term that we are interested in in this talk is the term humanism. Humanism is next in line, in the line of distorted words, right after the word religion. To be very articulate and brief, the terms humanism and religion are essentially one and the same thing. Yet, a whole so-called human lifetime is not going to be enough for most humans to actually fathom the simple mortal revelation. Most humans neurotically perceive religion to be the system of following doctrines and humanism to be a pompous philosophy of the intellectuals. In reality, religion is not a system of following any doctrine. If anything, it is about not following any doctrine and finding out things for yourself. And humanism is no more a philosophy than love is. Love is not a philosophy, neither is humanism. In fact, if we go underneath the layers of words and labels, we would see that love is essentially plain, ordinary, everyday humanism. It is as simple as that. There is nothing more for me to tell you about humanism. I don't really intend to tell you anything about humanism in this talk. Rather, let's find out together what humanism is not. For starters, it's not a pompous philosophy or an ideology for a bunch of people to discuss over a cup of coffee. Humanism is not a pompous philosophy to be talked and debated about by a handful of intellectuals. It is the purest form of moral compass, which defines the civilized heart of thinking humanity. Humanism simply means to be human. Now you may wonder, what does it mean to be human? Does it mean you need to wear a specific sophisticated label that makes you appear as a smart and overglorified intellectual? Does it mean you need to talk sense all the time? Does it mean you stop believing in anything that does not fit your shipshape limited logical perception? Does it mean that you have to be the smartest person in a group and make more sense somehow than all others around you? Does it mean you have to be a so-called non-believer or atheist and have to defend the atheism at all costs like the religious fundamentalists do with their own beliefs and delusions above all humane fundamentals? Let me go straight ahead and tell you. No, you don't need to do any of it, as in none of it. You don't even have to call yourself a so-called humanist because most of the so-called humanists are not actually advocating actual qualities of being human. Rather, they are advocating radical rationalism, radical logicality. One recent incident comes to my mind in this context. It is their support for corporations that forbid their Muslim employees to wear a hijab at workplace. Full body burqa with niqab is the one that covers the whole face of a woman may surely be a sign of uncivilized cultural barbarianism, if I may call it, because it basically exudes a clear implication of segregation against all humans, but not a simple hijab, which is basically a scarf that one wears around the head. So advocacy of banning basic cultural elements is not a sign of progress or being human. 
this kind of radical attitude may not look as immediately dangerous as radical fundamentalism does, but it is nevertheless as harmful as that. In fact, radical rationalism is nothing but atheistic fundamentalism or logical fundamentalism. Fundamentalism of any kind, be it religious, atheistic, political or educational, is the greatest threat to human existence. It is a threat to progress. It is a threat to greatness. The whole business of fundamentalism, which is basically an extreme sense of either romanticism or logicality, is unavoidably destructive and needs a bit of scolding from the real humans. By real humans, I don't mean intellectually superior humans, but intellect has very little to do with, with this real human thing. It has to do with acceptance of weakness and rejection of hatred and extremism. This extremism, as we see more and more today, does not always rise from the obvious so-called religious sides. It can rise from any side. And it will keep on rising as long as sides appear to be of more importance to humans than human life itself. We have this remarkable thing called life here somehow, quite disgracefully. It has become less glorious and less significant in front of the fake glory of labels and ideologies. This is what advancement without conscience does to a species. We have advanced externally a lot before we actually truly evolved internally. Biological evolution is a fact and that very biological evolution led to our so-called psychological evolution. I'm saying so-called not because it is false. We have evolved psychologically indeed and through this process of evolution we have gained extraordinary psychological capacities that basically are not possessed by any other species on earth yet those capacities are not utilized at their fullest and most productive potential. It's like having money and yet wasting it on unhealthy nonsense like alcohol and expensive cigars while your neighbor is starving in front of your eyes. Correct application of mental faculties cannot be taught to a whole species. It automatically starts when the species gets an actual grip over its true necessities. Earth is necessity, not Mars. Food and water are necessities not alcohol and cigarettes. To be human is necessity, not being a believer or non-believer. Now comes the real question. What are you? We all are part of God's great big family and the truth. You know love is all we need.